Welcome to the Sweet Spot, sponsored by Pinch a Penny Pool Patio and Spa. I'm your host, Corey Bradley. What a fantastic weekend we have before us in the SEC. Three amazing matchups. Getting this off started early in the morning. I mean, you're going to be eating your French toast and your waffles or whatever you like. Muffins, you know, I like my strawberry muffins. But 11 o'clock in the morning, we started out early. Number eight, Arkansas goes to number two, Georgia. Then right after that, we dive into number 12, Ole Miss at number one, Alabama at 2.30 on CBS. And then to finish the nightcap, number 22, Auburn at LSU as the Auburn Tigers Look for their first win in two decades in Baton Rouge. So, kicking off Arkansas, Georgia, you know, Arkansas, I mean, who who knew? You know, you see those commercials, those infomercials. Who knew that little remedy book that the lady talks about? But really, who knew that Arkansas would make such a drastic change in their football program when they hired Sam Pittman, which was a very unpopular and highly criticized hire for the Razorbacks after the Chad Morris debacle that took place in Fayetteville. Here it is, Sam Pittman, former Georgia offensive line coach. He has resurrected this program. He has... I mean, it's like it's it's beautiful watching Arkansas football because, you know, they're hard nose, they're gonna hit you in the mouth offensively and defensively. And I'm an old school coach. I'm an old school mentality type uh football watcher. So, you know, that's what I love to see is somebody that's gonna hit you in the mouth, run the ball down your throat, you can't stop us, and then defensively we're gonna rock your we're gonna rock your world too. So this is what we see with Arkansas is Sam Pittman and then Barry Odom, the defensive coordinator has done a fantastic job with that defense. So this is, you know, they've had a few major tests. They beat Texas like a drum. They beat A&M last weekend. So they have been really tested early on. This is their first SEC matchup to prove to the world that, hey, we beat those teams, but we are coming for the top dog and the Bulldogs this Saturday in Athens. And so for Georgia, you look at Georgia and you think about – that first game that they had against Clemson, it was a very ugly game offensively. One thing we knew for both sides is that both sides were really, really good defensively, right? Neither team were good offensively. That's what we saw in that first matchup. But I'll tell you this about Georgia is they have taken care of business. If they're supposed to be the team, they beat that team. They destroyed UAB. They did the same to South Carolina and then Vanderbilt as well. So that's what you want to see for a team that's gonna that's a top five team. You know, you wanna see them demolish teams that have no business being in the game with them. Now, Georgia comes out as eighteen point favorites in this matchup and I think that is ridiculous. It, it really is ridiculous. So uh I'm gonna introduce a new segment. I did a, a poll on Instagram, you know, kind of just asking people what they thought as far as who they predicted to win. So Arkansas, Georgia 73% of the fans said Georgia would win this game. And I think that is what I'm calling too sweet. So if 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 something that's said I believe is highly inaccurate, like hold on, let's turn it down a little bit. Let let's water it down a little bit. You know, it's just too sweet for my taste. 73% said Georgia would win this game. Now that's saying a lot. Um to say Georgia, 73% of the fans picked them to win this game. I think it's a lot closer than what people expecting. I mean, like I said, Georgia, 18-point favorites. Give me Arkansas. 
in the points all day because I not only do I believe Arkansas will cover that easily, this is a very good chance they'll win this game too. Now, if you look at it, this is an 11 o'clock game on ESPN. Yeah, we all know we've been there. We've for my fans that's been to those games, for those who wake up to watch those games, it's hard to get up for those type of matchups as a fan. Can you imagine what it's like as players trying to get up for a matchup? And I know it's gonna be exciting. You, you know, you can certain guys will be able to kind of kick themselves in gear sooner than others, but I think this is set up perfectly for Arkansas to win this game. Um and and those who picked Georgia, the seventy three percent I would I would hope to believe that a lot of them didn't pick that uh make that selection with with no second thought to it, you know what I'm saying? So like when I look at Arkansas, their defense, that three three five that they run is is impressive. I mean, I love that linebacker core with Bumper Pool and and Hayden Henry, and then you have my guy Grant Morgan. I loved his younger brother, or I loved his older brother Drew Morgan, who played receiver for the Razorbacks back in the day. Uh, I mean, that's that that defense is is insane. That defense will keep them in this game from start to finish. And if they can come up with any bonus points, as I call it, any pick six or scooping scores, George is in trouble. And if that happens early in the game then the Bulldogs will be fighting an uphill battle the entire matchup, I truly believe. Now, on the flip side, for the Bulldogs' defense, their defense is is one of the best, if not the best, in the country. And this is why Kirby Smart is the head coach in Georgia. Georgia's always been great defensively. Kirby Smart's always been a great defensive coordinator, defensive mind. Now, there's no concerns with them defensively. I really believe there's no concerns with them. They'll they'll have to go up against a similar attack and the rushing um, kind of makeup that Arkansas has. I mean, Arkansas will throw out there Traylon Smith, Dominique Johnson, Rocket Sanders. I mean, A.J. Green, they call him Lightning Green. They have so many backs to throw at this Georgia defense because they want to run it first. And then, you know, they got Traylon Burks, one of the best receivers in the country. They'll take chances with him, throw, give him opportunities down the field to make plays as well. But it all starts with their running game. And K.J. Jefferson being the quarterback, it's going to be up to him to make sure he takes advantage of any, you know, blown assignment or just, you know, take what the defense gives you. Because this is going to be a tough matchup. This is not going to be any 18-point blowout or decisive victory for Georgia this is going to be a close matchup from start to finish and I believe that with all my heart now looking at Georgia as I said they're very similar two teams very good defensive uh, defensive coaches and and personnel but as far as the running game I named the Arkansas's backs you have Georgia's backs with you know Zamir White and you have James Cook and and Kendall Milton and then McIntosh as well so they have their own stable of backs to throw at Arkansas also like this is two very similar teams that want to play run it down your throat play good defense behind it and we're going to be in every ball game like I mentioned in the onset 73% of the fans who I polled on Instagram over 200 people said 73% will go with Georgia to win this game. And then you have the 18-point favorite 
of the Bulldogs in this game. I think that's too much. I think it's too sweet. It's too sweet for my taste. I don't like that at all. I do think this game's going to be a lot closer than what people expect. This is a Razorbacks first true uh, road test, you could say, in the SEC. They beat Texas A&M in the neutral site. They did beat uh, Texas at home. But this is the Georgia Bulldogs, a top five matchup. They just took down a top 10 team last week against A&M. Here it is, the top five Georgia Bulldogs. I'm going with Arkansas to win this game, 23-17. to I just don't feel good about the overconfidence from Vegas, from the fans, from the polls, and it being an 11 o'clock game. I, I, I'm concerned that the Bulldogs won't wake up before the shakeup. So, uh... I'm going with the Razorbacks to get this W, and those in the country who aren't fully sold on Arkansas yet, I'm thinking this victory right here is going to do it. This is no disrespect to the Bulldogs. They're an excellent team, too, but somebody's got to win, and I'm rolling with Arkansas to come up with the victory, 23-17. to Now, moving on to number 12, Ole Miss, at number 1, Alabama, 2.30 on CBS, Lane Kiffin, Nick Saban, back at it again. You know, of all the assistants, you know, Saban's 23-0 against his former assistants. Of all the assistants as far as beating Saban or the best chance to beat Saban, I really believe is Lane Kiffin. He has a way to compete and get the best out of Saban uh, when they go against each other. I mean, you know, last year Ole Miss – couldn't stop for couldn't stop Bama for nothing. Bama put up like sixty three points in Oxford. I mean, you just go back to Kiffin's one and only year in Tennessee. It took a Terrence Cody block field goal to escape that victory. So, you know, escape that loss. I should say. I mean, that's what's concerning here in this Ole Miss Alabama matchup, where Alabama comes out there fourteen and a half favorites, eighty five percent. Of the fans on Instagram said that Alabama would win this game. I also feel like that's too sweet. Not too sweet from the point favorite, but too sweet as far as 85%. I'm not I'm not that confident that Bama would win this game. I would I would put it more where the fans voted for Georgia, 73% for Georgia to be Arkansas. I would put it more in that range for Bama that, that Bama would win, you know, 71% chance, 72% chance. I would pick the Crimson Tide to roll this one. But like I said, Lane Kiffin has his ways. He has his ways of keeping games close against Nick Saban. And now Kiffin is starting to find his rhythm, his niche. He has a great quarterback in Matt Corral. Corral's thrown nine touchdowns, zero picks. He has five rushing touchdowns as well. Jerion Ely, the super fast running back, who's also a stud in the baseball team. John Reese Plumley, another guy who does the same thing in, in the running game and also a great baseball player, too. Bama could have their hands full. They're going to have their hands full. This is, you know, you know, every now and then, you know, Miss, they'll sneak up and get Bama. We've seen that in the Hugh Freeze years. Uh, but Bama has Bryce Young. Bryce Young has definitely opened my eyes. I know all the hype that came in this year with him and the money that he was making from the NIL and all that stuff. But what's most impressive with him is his composure. Like, he just does not get rattled, you know. This dude has thrown, what, 15 touchdowns in one pick, and that one pick wasn't really his fault. Like, this is a guy who is 
he is for real. Like, I love some Bryce Young, you know. And I, I saw that in the first game against Miami. Like, okay, this dude's for real. You know, he he does not look like he, – he, he looks like he's been there. He looks like he's a senior. You know, he looks like he's a fifth-year senior. He really does. And this is his first year starting. Like, he has lived up to every – bit of advertising that's come with the hype in his name and being one of the top players coming out of high school and you know young has several toys to play with on this crimson tide team when you look at guys like jameson williams the transfer from ohio state slate bolden john mechie of course a stable of backs that's going to hit you in the mouth and our bruisers i mean this bama team you know they just reload. I know they keep saying it. They don't re- rebuild. They reload. And it's so true. Billingsley, Latu, like so many guys that makes plays for them that, you know, some fans didn't even know were on the team before this year. And uh, everybody has a role to play, and they all do it well. So with this Bama team, I don't believe it's that 85% confident level that the fans voted on Instagram that Bama would win this game. I don't think it's that high. But I do give two different takes for each team in order for them to win this game. For Alabama, they got to stop the run. You can't let Corral beat you with his legs because he's going to be great with his arm. We know that. But if he's getting what he wants with his legs too, the Crimson Tide is going to have a long day. Then Ely, as I mentioned, like this is a team that's going to be insanely difficult to stop. Snoop Connor is another running back that I really like for this old Miss Rebels team that has a very improved defense as well. Now, they haven't been tested, really. I mean, they've beaten, what, Louisville and, you know, Tulane, who almost beat Oklahoma. Now, their quarterback, Michael Pratt, is really good. But, I mean, this team here... I think they're, like I said, we know what they really are offensively. We know that they're for real. They can score. Uh, they also beat Austin P 54-17. to I mean, they really haven't played anybody, to be honest. Like, not trying to, you know, discredit their 3-0 start. But to be real, they just have not been tested to this point. So now they're going into Tuscaloosa against number one Alabama. Like I said, Alabama has to stop their run if they want to, um, you know, not – go into the fourth quarter and have Ole Miss breathing down their necks. They got to stop the run, make Matt Corral one-dimensional. And you know he's going to be, like I said, very good with his arm. But if he's getting what he wants with his legs too, then the Crimson Tide could have a very long day. Now, the Rebels, the goal for them is to pressure Bryce Young. And, and not just not just from a actual QB pressure, sacks, hits type mentality but just confusing him if you can somehow get in his now i'm not gonna say get in his head you're not gonna get in his head but if you can just do something disguise coverages do something to get this dude off his game because he's been near perfect so far in his alabama career like this dude here you know a lot of people are talking for the heisman already and and i don't think that's i don't like talking about heisman three games to the season like we got another what eight nine games like let's not talk about Heisman yet, but I, I'm I won't I won't say at the end of the day that he won't be in the picture because the way he's gotten off to this start that he's had, um, it's very likely that he could be on that path for sure. So for Bama, like I said, stop the run 
Ole Miss, they need to pressure Bryce Young, not necessarily from getting QB pressure or hits or sacks, but just from making things difficult for him. Like I said, this is too sweet, 85% picking Bama. I wouldn't go that high with it, and they're 14.5-point favorites. I say Bama covers this game 41-24. to um, Ole Miss, I think, I think Bama's going to come out and really take charge in that second half right before they go into the break. I think Bama's going to really take momentum going into the halftime locker room and then come out and keep that momentum in the third quarter and eventually Ole Miss will just run out of time, probably have like a late turnover that just really seals the deal for him. So I'm going Ole Miss to lose 41-24. to Bama will remain undefeated for another week. Stay tuned as we take a break to hear a few words from our sponsors. When we come back, we're going to talk Auburn LSU to finish the episode, to finish the nightcap on this highly anticipated and exciting Saturday in college football in the SEC. You're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa is the introduction sponsor for The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. More than just a full-service pool and supply company, they offer backyard entertainment options like big green eggs, clear light infrared saunas, and patio furniture. Locally owned and operated by Jason and Amy Sharp. Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa, 1435 Westgate Parkway in Dothan. Our phone, 334-671-POOL. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Attorney Kaz Espy is a proud supporter of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Kaz has experience in both federal and state courts regarding a wide range of civil matters. Specializing in bankruptcy, debt resolution, probate, and estate planning, Kaz listens to the concerns of his clients, understanding their individual needs. Attorney Kaz Espy, phone 334-793-6288 or online at espymetcalf.com. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Care Animal Center is a local business partner at The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that is dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is careanimal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan, 334-794-6333. Ridgecrest Baptist Church proudly supports all local athletics. At Ridgecrest, we have many opportunities for all ages, including children, middle school, high school, and college students. I'm Chase Fault, the student pastor, and I want to invite you to see how your family might fit in at Ridgecrest. Learn more on our website at rbcdothan.org. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot, sponsored by Pinchapini Pool Patio and Spa. We talked about Arkansas-Georgia. I predicted Arkansas to win that game 23-17. Ole Miss-Bama, I'm going Bama 41-24. Now it's time for the nightcap. Number 22, Auburn at LSU. Auburn looking for their first win in Baton Rouge in two decades. An entirely too long drought for any any matchup, especially a team and rivals that play each other every year. You play on the road in Baton Rouge every two years. 
this is an entirely too long streak that's been going on against the Tigers of Orange and Blue. 8 o'clock on ESPN. So this is the thing I always talk about Auburn fans. You know, people that know me, I'm an Auburn guy. The night games on Saturdays, you either go to bed with a smile on your face, wake up excited, or you go to bed just thinking, how do we lose this game again? How do we lose another Saturday night matchup and you can't sleep because you're racking your brain? Why did he do this? Why did we do that? But, you know, I just like I did the other polls, I said – the Instagram polls, people said 73% Georgia will beat Arkansas. You have 85% going with Bama over Ole Miss. In this game, people are saying 53% that Auburn would win this game, 53%. And I feel like that prediction, 53% Auburn, 47% LSU, is just right. I think that's just right. Like, you don't really know who has the edge, who has the advantage. I mean, LSU is a three-point favorite. So it's kind of like a just a pick them at that point. And I think that 53%, whether it's 53, 53% Auburn or 53% LSU, I think it's just right. So when you look at this matchup, the Tigers, we know, just came off a very highly emotional roller coaster game, being down against Georgia State 24 to 12, coming back to get that victory. We all know Bo Nix was next. You heard my previous episode that I just released. Had Darius Holden, Dresden Williams, fellow Auburn Tiger fans chime in on Nick's Ben Bench, Finley getting the start or getting the the opportunity to come play and get the victory for the Tigers over the Panthers. And here it is, Finley getting an opportunity now to go against his former team, the school he just transferred from last year. And you heard Darius Holden's, but if you haven't heard that Bo Nick's episode, go check it out, episode 88, Bo Gets Nick's. Darius talked about how this matchup last year was really kind of the breaking point for TJ Finley. Like, you could tell Finley had no business being out there playing this Auburn Tiger defense last year on the road, and it was a disaster beyond disasters. Now it is a year later, he's actually playing for the Auburn Tigers, going back to play in Baton Rouge in Death Valley on Saturday night. I mean, you get chills, get get goosebumps just thinking about this kind of matchup. You know, just the storylines that's going to be uh, created for these two teams, these two rivals. Um, Bo Nix is out. T.J. Finley's a guy. LSU needs this win. I mean, they nearly escaped Mississippi State. UCLA drilled them in the opener. Um, and, you know, Ed Orgeron, even though he just won a championship a few years ago, I think there's some some people kind of clamoring for his job and, and wondering, like, okay, how long will he be able to sustain this? Because it hasn't been – I mean, obviously they had a dream year a few seasons ago, right, with Joe Burrow, Edwards E. Laird, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, the list goes on and on. But they are not the same. And, you know, they lost to Troy after that. And I always tell people, like, a head coach is only as good as his assistant coaches. I mean, Urban Meyer was great in Florida. Mullen left. And then you had Charlie Strong left, too, and it got hard. Tebow gone, too. He quit. You know, he was out the door. Same thing for Ed Orgeron. Joe Brady leaves, goes to the Panthers. Dave Aranda, defensive coordinator, goes and takes a head coach job in Baylor. Has Baylor off to a great start. LSU needs his game. Obviously, Coach Harson in Auburn needs his game. He wants his game to have a signature win in his opening season. Something to hang your hat on. First SEC matchup. And it just happens to be against one of your main three rivals, the three that Gus struggled with for years, 
Auburn, Georgia, LSU. This is the beginning. This is the first of the few. So, so Harson doesn't necessarily need this win as much as Orgeron does, but I think it would really get a huge monkey off Harson's back in his first year as the Auburn Tigers head coach. And I know some are probably saying, like, what monkey off his back? He just got started. Like, this is his fifth game as the head coach for the Tigers. But I really believe after that near banana peel slip against Georgia State, you want to come back and get a win and beat LSU, you know, erase that long history drought, losing in, in Baton Rouge. Fans forget about Georgia State. You know, they, they won't remember that game if you come in and beat LSU on a Saturday night and send them to church on Sunday with a smile on their face telling everybody War Eagle. So for the Tigers, you know, Finley getting the start. He's the guy. I think it's going to be him. And it's not, it hasn't been announced, but I think we all know that that Bo, that Bo is not going to start this game. There's no way Harson has made that decision, made that pull, and it's going to give the job right back to Knicks unless Knicks, unless Finley just stinks it up. So it's going to be on Finley. Finley has to capitalize. He has to make plays. He has to, you know, he can't miss the wide open guys that he did in previous games. I mean, Knicks would do the same thing, but I don't care who the quarterback is. If they're open, hit the guy open. Make sure you get the ball to him. You can't overthrown by a mile like make the play make the play that's given before you we know tank bixby jarquez hunter sean shivers these guys are going to get the bulk of the offense like everybody knows that everybody that plays auburn is going to be stop the run first uh, uh make them pass and beat you through the air can the tigers do that can tj finley do that that's going to be the biggest question for the tigers in this game because i believe defensively they can shut down at least the running game from the traditional sense. Now, Max Johnson, the quarterback for LSU, has very good wheels. He's not a blazer, but he can run and move the chains. You know, he may not take it 64 yards, but he'll pick up 12. He'll pick up 17. You know, he'll get his eight and get out of bounds. Mac Johnson, the left-handed quarterback, son of Super Bowl champ with the Tempe Buccaneers, Brad Johnson. You'll see him several times on the TV. They'll show him there at every one of his games. Mac Johnson is a very 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 good QB in the SEC and I look forward to seeing his growth and progression in the years to come. Kayshawn Boutte the receiver one of the best in the country like this dude has six straight games with a touchdown he will have a touchdown this game too like I really believe he'll get one like you know how those great players you can't you can't stop them. You just hope to contain them. I know we've heard that cliche several times in sports in the last several decades but this guy, Boutte, will make plays. He's going to get his. Just don't let him eat all day, as they say. He's going to he's gonna have a nibble, too. He's going to have take a big bite, but you can't let him have a whole sandwich. You can't let him get off and have touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. If he has three touchdowns in this game, Auburn has no chance. You just hope you can limit him to uh, at least one at a max two. But uh, Kayshawn Butte, watch out for number one. That dude's a baller for the Tigers. Uh, Trey Palmer, I think the Tigers are going to – Tigers of LSU have to find that X factor because, like I said, Butte will get his. But you can't expect that he'll have this dynamic performance against this Auburn defense, which is still kind of learning their way under Derek Mason and the new scheme. But I think they'll be up for this challenge. So – LSU, for them, they need to find that X factor. You heard me talk about Trey Palmer, the junior, number 33, really good player, 
good speed. He'll return for them as well. Um, you look at Jack Best, tight end, freshman. This guy is the second leading receiver on the team. Like he's a really good, really good athlete. Uh, we've seen the trouble that Auburn had against Penn State's tight ends. So watch out for Best. Watch out for Trey Palmer. Like really watch out for Best for real because, like I said, we've seen the issues that the Tigers' defense has had with with tight ends. They cannot allow. LSU to use their tight ends in a similar fashion and give this Auburn defense fits just like the Nittany Lions did. So for Auburn, capitalize on every opportunity that you get. Finley, make the play. Receivers, catch the ball. I don't care who it is, just catch the ball. You can't have drops, easy drops at that. Like We still don't know who's that go-getter lead receiver for this Auburn group yet but that's what we need to see because if Finley puts it on you make sure you capitalize and catch the ball even from a momentum standpoint if you get a huge stop Bobo dial up the plays man make sure you get six make sure you make each possession a productive possession even if it even if every possession doesn't end in a score at least flip field position so it's going to be a moment where Auburn will have that chance to to seize momentum and you know take it to another level, but it's going to be up to the players and definitely the coaches when it comes to play calling to capitalize that momentum and take it a step further. And who knows, like I said, as a road team, you want to make sure you, you get every opportunity and you take full advantage of that opportunity when it's given. LSU, this is a game that – Nobody really knows who they are. Nobody really knows how good they are, how bad they are. I think LSU will probably have a losing record this year, to be honest. And I think it starts Saturday night with another loss. They've already had one against UCLA. I have another one right here. The Auburn Tigers will finally end the two-decade-long streak, losing streak in Death Valley on Saturday night, 8 o'clock on ESPN, 53% of the Instagram pollers said that Auburn would win, and I said it's just right. It's going to be a slight margin. There's no heavy favorite. LSU's predicted to win, or they're, they're favorite by three. I'm going Auburn on the flip side to win by three, and I have the Tigers of Auburn beating LSU, remaining ranked, putting even more pressure on Ed Orgeron in that hot seat, Auburn will win this game 23-20. to 20. So to recap Saturday's super fantastic, amazing window of games, specifically in the SEC, 11 o'clock on ESPN, number 8 Arkansas, number 2 Georgia. 73% said Georgia would win of my Instagram fans and pollers i said that's too sweet they're sleeping on the razorbacks i'm going arkansas to win 23 17 and sam Pittman and those razorbacks will have the world on notice if they haven't already at 2 30 on cbs old miss number one alabama 85 percent said bama would win i said it's too sweet i'd still have bama winning they will cover their 14 and a half uh, point spread they will win 41 24 Kiffin will have to wait another year to beat Nick Saban which may be even better for him next season when the game will be played in Oxford but I'm going Alabama to remain unbeaten stay number one 
Bryce Young continue to increase his campaign for the Heisman candidacy. Uh, I know it's still early. Like I said, it's still early. I don't want to talk about Heisman really yet, but everybody else is. So I'm just going to make sure that I get my early plug for Bryce Young to start out before we really dive into the ceremony going into the month of December. The Nightcap, number 22 Auburn, to finish this awesome Saturday. Number 22 Auburn in LSU. 53% of the Instagram pollers said Auburn will win. I said it's just right because it's going to be that type of game. Carlson is going to have to make the kicks. You know, this is the type of game, if you get three, you take the three. Like, don't even play around. Of course, you want six, but this is going to be a tight game. There's not going to be a blowout either way, I really believe. So, if you got three, take it. Take it because you don't know at the end of the day how much you're going to need. And you're like, man, we went for that fourth and four. We should just taken the taking a 42-yard field goal. And especially when you got somebody that's consistent like Carlson is, you just take the three, put it on the board, defense get back out there, get the ball back to the offense. So, uh... Got Auburn winning 23-20. They finally end the streak. And, you know, I'm going to hopefully go to bed excited and, and, and happy with a smile on my face. If the orange and blue Tigers come, can come out on top on Saturday night. Uh, I tell you, on Saturdays, I don't even leave my apartment. I'm just here watching football from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. And then Sunday is NFL, so it's more football. Like This is the best time of the year. We're starting to get some fall temperatures. Like This is what makes college football. It's the weather. It's the matchups. It's the excitement from all the fans. And it's games like these. Arkansas, Georgia, number eight at number two. Ole Miss, Alabama, number 12 at number one. And then number 22, Auburn taking on LSU in Baton Rouge on Saturday night in Death Valley. For more content, subscribe to Corey Bradley Sports. Once you search Corey Bradley Sports, you will see the Sweet Spot logo. And after you subscribe, you will receive notification anytime new content is uploaded. The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts as well. And always remember, there's nothing better than being in the sweet spot.